you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Thanksgiving began when the pilgrims and Indians came together to share the bountiful harvest. On the Upper East Side, that tradition is upheld with bountiful harvest of secret lies and scandals. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Les. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season three, episode 11, The Treasure of Serena Madre. Original air date, November 30th, 2009, written by Robert Hull and Joshua Safran, directed by Mark Piznarski. I just love saying Piznarski. It's fun to say. It is fun, right? Summary for the episode. Serena is put in an awkward position when Lily invites Tripp and Maureen to join them for dinner. Blair suspects her mother of keeping a big secret. Jenny gets even with Eric in the most cruel way. Now, I don't really understand what they mean by that. In the most cruel way? I wouldn't think so. No. 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 There was nothing cruel. I mean, the words that were exchanged were a little cruel, but... Yeah. I have to say... This episode was really fun. It was so fun. I'm so glad you enjoyed because last week, as you guys know, was rough. We're happy to hear all the positive feedback from having my sister on because it was fun to have her, especially for that episode, because I feel like it made for good talking points and commentary, but it just overall wasn't a great episode. But this week... It's fun. This was really fun, and I felt they did a good job distributing plot lines, and everyone yeah. was involved. Yeah, and everyone was at the dinner. All yeah. of our main characters. That was fantastic. It was really fun. I felt that the suspense and the use mm. of symbols between the jacket, you know, that played a part in it. And yeah. everything tied in really nicely, and... Every week, Liz and I, we watch, we have our Netflix party, she makes us a beverage, and then I'm always like, get me a snack, and then Liz gets me a snack, <laughs> and we just sit and munch, and then I was screaming at the yeah, TV. Yeah, it was fun. But that's the fun part of watching yes. this soap opera. So She had a lot of reaction this episode, did. so I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Before we get into it, I just want to tell everyone what our glass full of gossip this week was. Michelle was wondering. So it was plain seltzer, splash of cranberry juice. And lime. Perfect. The cranberry for Thanksgiving. I figured. But I was with a girlfriend um, over this weekend, and while she was pregnant, she's not pregnant anymore, her son is over one, but when she was pregnant, she said this is what she would order all the time because she felt like she was drinking like a mocktail. And so I, in honor of her, I made a summer version of like a fall, you know, kind of drink. I named it Baby Face. Because for my friend Sarah and then Dan's face towards Vanessa and also Dorota's pregnant. Dorota! How exciting. She is the so cutest. Exciting. Her and Vanya are so genuinely sweet, adorable. But that's what I'm saying. We really tied in so many characters this right. episode. I think my sister was right and I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure this was like a mid-season finale. Oh yeah, she did say that. So it would make sense. I have to see where we come back next week, what the dates are, but... Um, yeah, I guess they bricked for the holidays. It was just, it was a good way to end it. Super fun. I miss yeah. Cyrus, though. I know. But we even mentioned Scott. We mentioned Scott. We mentioned Aaron. Yeah. It's a like, Really, we did a good job. Good yes. job, writers. Good job, guys. So it's Thanksgiving. As I said, Rufus 
is in love with Thanksgiving. He's trying to delegate who should do what, who should make what, and it's quickly ruined because Lily tells him Serena's not going to be there for Thanksgiving. Trip has her working at a soup kitchen on Thanksgiving, and so she won't be there. You can tell that Lily is kind of saddened by this, and she suggests, hey, let's just do takeout instead. Rufus is upset, but he agrees to it, and they decide that they're going to do something special for Lily. So we'll get to that. But mm. And then they also mention Scott's name. He's with his fam at the Cape. <laughs> like, thank you so much for mentioning Scott. Yeah. So Lily leaves. Eric suggests they surprise Lily with Skyping, the term, you know, mm-hmm. uh, video chatting Cece during Thanksgiving dinner. Since she isn't feeling up to coming, Rufus agrees that this is a great idea, and he has Eric show him kind of how to do the video chat. So Jenny is also there, and she's wondering if Jonathan is coming to dinner. And Eric admits that they broke up, but of course is extremely vague on the details. And it seems as though they really haven't talked since, so... I don't know. Jenny just didn't realize that Jonathan wasn't coming around. I also, and maybe I am just mixing up storylines, but I thought Jenny and Eric were done. I mean, they're coexisting, but I thought they were really were like, we're not They were talking. done. And then Akatillion, he was trying to like blackmail her by thinking no. that, you know, right. he was still, they were still friends. And then... He led Jenny to believe that Blair was the one that set that stuff up at Cotillion. So I guess while he was still being mad at her, kind of behind her back, her not realizing it. Yeah. Even though he truly is and which will come to a head in this episode. But um, so she takes it upon herself to text Jonathan and say, you should come for dinner, which we don't even see him respond to. But um, Eric and... Rufus are video chatting with Cece, and it seems that she's feeling much better. She looks great. She's yeah, she's a she's a stunner, and she says, "Hey, I want to come to dinner in person, but don't tell Lily. I want to surprise her." Right here, we already knew. I was like, "Something's up." There's a story here. Yeah, if Cece's saying she's okay to travel, and she and it seems as though Lily told her they weren't doing anything for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you had had to have known that prior right like when you do thanksgiving you know what house you're going to you know who's making what what time maybe not the time my family's always like yeah this time they figured an hour later right it's always you know uh so yeah we'll Mm -hmm. get to that Mm -hmm. at trip's office we have to talk about this serena arrives and he tells her Tells her, tells her, Brodian slip, Brodian slip. No, he tells her that Maureen agreed to a divorce. So he already flat out asked her for this. Serena is concerned that the reason he's divorcing her is because of their new romance, which he's like, no, it's not. If you weren't in the picture, what Maureen did was still shitty, and I would divorce her anyway. I call bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Bullshit. There's something about Serena that Tripp, like, can't give up. Beer-flavored nipples. (laughs) It must be. It must be. (laughs) Something. And so Serena feels really guilty and ask them to just keep it casual, maybe until they, he gets divorced. Because it's just, you know, it's not the right thing. You got to give her props for that. But and then so nothing she really takes it back. They just kissed. They just kissed. Which, good. Right. And in later on the episode, she does tell Nate, like, we just kissed. There's no affair. It's not, there was just the one thing that happened. 
It's still an affair, though. It's still an affair. You you kiss someone. It's still a cheat. And you're emotionally cheating. Yes. Which Very sometimes much so. I feel uh, worse. way worse than the physical cheat. Right. So basically ignoring what she just said, Tripp says, hey, you know, I don't want to spend Thanksgiving alone. So can we hang out? And so she then admits that she already told Lily she wasn't going to be home for Thanksgiving because he had her working anyway. So like she knew. Yeah. She's just. This uh, is an affair, guys. And what did she say? Paper, uh, pa- pay-per-view. Pay-per-view movies and popcorn. I can control myself. No, you can't. Absolutely not. In a hotel room? <laughs> In a hotel room? You stupid? So now she's free to canoodle. <laughs> Whatever. There you go. Yeah. At the Empire, Blair and Chuck are going to do some Thanksgiving errands, and they discuss how Eleanor is flying in from Paris today. Blair is convinced that she has a secret. She was acting sketchy on the phone. They run into Serena outside. She's looking for Nate, because that's her go-to at this point. Mm -hmm. Blair is still upset about the trip situation, and she quickly hops in the limo, and Chuck follows her. They arrive at the Waldorf residence, waiting for Eleanor to arrive. During this time, though, Dorota is ignoring Vanya's phone calls, which we will get to later on. Blair is looking through the mail and finds a very thick envelope addressed to her mother. But before she can open it, Eleanor arrives and she takes it from her. So later on, Blair is still trying to get into that envelope and she says it's her mother's lawyer. She must be changing something in her will. And... I guess in a way to distract Eleanor, Blair says, hey, we should go and have a normal Thanksgiving meal at the Vanderwoods. Yeah, I didn't understand I don't understand this, this at all. doesn't make sense. But in order to get them over there and have everyone in the same room, I guess that's why they did that. And um, Dorota will also be working there because Lily pays time and a half. You go, girl. Oh, my God. You she had me your coin. It was so, so funny. So when Eleanor leaves, Blair questions Dorota why she's clenching this plastic bag so tightly and that she thinks it has to do with her mother's secret. Inside is a pregnancy test. Blair believes right away that her mother is pregnant. Plus her mom's acting very scatterbrained. Yeah. I kept saying to Liz, I'm like, is she drunk? Yeah, she's like, why is she, is she just really tired? I think it's so it. weird. I know there was jet lag and all that, but she was just acting yeah, Weird. which is great that they've kind of played it up a little bit. Yeah. So you don't really know. But as we know, she is an older woman. The yes. chances of her getting pregnant or the chances of her not tying her tubes or whatever it is right. are, you know, yeah. are high. So after that, Nate and Dan are on the phone. They're discussing all that had occurred these past couple of days or weeks. I'm not really sure how long it's been. But Padge explains how Olivia saw a look on his face during the threesome. And Nate thinks this is fucking hilarious. He's like, you need to write a book about this because if you don't, I'm telling everyone about it. It's just so funny. But it's a phase. It will probably pass. Because Pat is like, how do you know you're like someone? I'm like, you know. You clearly you know. know. If you're thinking about them all the time, if you want to bring them up in conversation. You butterflies. You're right. Like, you know there's something there. And the fact that you guys have been friends for so long, you... I think you would know that things changed. You of know? course, there's a line that cross that you can cross, and you will feel it. And right. there's an energy. Trust me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. So then, Padge asks Nate if he's doing anything for Thanksgiving. Nate replies, "He's going to his grandfather's to avoid feelings for someone." So vague. So vague. And then what gets me is, without question, Dan's like, "Yeah, okay, bye." You don't want to know. 
<laughs> now, is this just dude being a dude? Maybe. Or is this Padge wrapped up in his feelings? Maybe that too. Padge is someone who would dig. He would. He's the nosiest, I feel, out of oh, everyone. So, especially the boys. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they did that on purpose. Like, oh, he's got a lot on his mind. Yeah. He doesn't want to pry. He's busy. And so it's just funny that they hang up, but they're supposed to be friends. <laughs> so as they do hang up, Serena comes into the Empire to see Nate. She asks to go for a walk. And so during this time, Nate confronts her on being with Trip. There's a rumor in the Vanderbilt community that something is happening. Maureen's asking for a divorce or Trip's asking for a divorce. And so Trip then calls Serena to cancel their Thanksgiving plans because Maureen wants to spend the holiday together. She was a mess about everything and she just wants to be together on that night. So Serena hangs up. She's like, I gotta go. Just hangs up. <laughs> and she asks Nate, hey, you doing anything for Thanksgiving? What, like second best? Second best. You know, that's he's ex- always second best. That's exactly how I took it. I'm like, clearly. But now apparently she's going back to her mom's. So she's like, come over to my parents' house and we'll have Thanksgiving there. And then during this time, Lily bums into Maureen on the streets. Oh my God, nice coat. Oh my God, nice coat. And which, you know, you don't think anything of it at that point. But then when it comes to the end, you're like, oh shit, the coat makes sense. Yeah, big symbol yeah. here. And so she goes on and on about how Trip is making Serena work these long hours. And you can, t- you can tell Maureen is like caught her off guard and now her wheels are turning. And she's like, oh, shit, I think something's happening here. And so she quickly recovers. And Lily just asks her, like, can you guys please come for Thanksgiving? I would love it if Serena didn't have to work and you all could be there. And Maureen accepts this. So now Trip, Maureen, Nate, Serena, Lily, Rufus. And Dorota and the Vander- and, and Blair, Bla- the Waldorfs yeah. at this point are invited. So many party people. time. Yeah, this small intimate gathering that Lily wanted to take out not happening anymore. So after this, Serena runs into she doesn't run into him. He stalks her at the Empire Hotel because she wouldn't return his phone calls. They're in the elevator, and he tells her that he and Maureen will be coming to Thanksgiving with her family. And he, what gets me is he goes, I don't even care about that. I just want to be around you. Stalker. But also you canceled on Serena. Like when he gave that phone call to me, I took it as he he's was getting being serious. Not that he's getting back together, Maureen, but like, oh, I have to deal with this. It's, I can't see you. Right. And so the fact that he sought her out. He sought her out. She hasn't been answering my phone calls. Now we're going. I guess he called her to say, give a heads up. Like, hey, I'm coming to your house. I guess so. You know, but he makes it weird. Voicemail or text. Yeah, totally. So he makes it really weird in the elevator. And he just says, like, I just really want to spend time with you, which is like so intense. And also, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. Whatever it is, we'll get through this. And like they, of course, they can't keep their hands off each other. So then Serena pulls the emergency brake on the elevator to make out or do whatever else. I don't know. Being that Serena and Trip are in the hotel of her stepbrother, <laughs> Chuck has a security tape of them making out and he shows it to Nate, thinking like, hey, this is bizarre. Isn't this your cousin? Do you know anything about this? And so then Nate makes the assumption that, from what I understand, that he thinks, well, Trip is not planning on leaving Maureen at this point. And Chuckle goes, well, why would he have to? Now he's like pretty much having his cake and eating it too, like typical politician. 
And so Nate's like, well, someone has to tell her about this. Someone has to warn Serena. It's like, oh, bitch, the much, it doesn't matter how much you warn Serena. She's going to do what she's going to do. You know it's what the worst matter. part about all of this is, is that, I like I said, I said I give this two episodes. I feel like Trip will be faded out. Like Trip is... Right. Why are we anywhere. wasting so much time and focusing on this? But and every boy just f- cares for Serena. Oh my God. They all fall for Serena. It's exhausting. She's gorgeous. I get it. But totally. also, she falls so hard too. Every yeah. time. Right. So Chuck leaves and Nate ends up calling security. So after Dan and Nate hang up, Dan gets a knock on the door and it's Vanessa, the girl he was just talking about, how he doesn't know if he has feelings for and she happens to be there and she's like, hey, I'm staying. We're going to have a sleepover. It's yeah, like, because oh, she cool. can't be in the dorms, Yeah, right? so she said she got into a fight with her mom about Thanksgiving. She can't go back to the dorms because she didn't fill out the application to stay during Christmas break or holiday break. break yeah. And now she needs to crash with him. Not awkward at all. So Vanessa ends up unloading on Dan the way that she used to unload on Olivia. And she does mention, like, hey, have you seen her? Have you talked to her? And Dan says he hasn't. And she keeps noticing this weird look on his face, which I guess we can assume it's like Beauty and the Beast. Like, there was something there that wasn't there before. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm coming on to, like, revelation. I'm looking at you in a different light, you know? And so she keeps seeing this face and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with your face? Like, stop making this weird face at me. And he doesn't even know he's doing it. Then they're interrupted by a knock at the door from Gabriella, who is Vanessa's mom. She wants to make things right with Vanessa and with the help of Dan. So the two of them to agree to keep it civil because now they're going over to Rufus and Lily's for Thanksgiving to get that quintessential Thanksgiving that Vanessa wanted. So now every one of our main characters is at the dinner. Yeah. The next day is Thanksgiving. All of the guests have arrived, including Cece, which Lily is quite shocked by this. And it's really funny because Cece mentions they have a lot to talk about, apparently. What did you think they had to talk about? I mean, they had to catch up on lots of things. Right. Yeah. She's like, oh, shit. Why are you saying I'm sick for so long? You're spinning some bullshit. So Blair's trying her best to reveal that Eleanor is pregnant and she's giving her champagne and soft cheeses and asking her if she's (laughs) nauseous, all which Eleanor declines, which makes it really hard for Blair to figure it out. Then Tripp and Maureen arrive, greeted by Serena with this fake-ass hello. Hope, Hi, Congressman. How have you been doing? So happy to have you. And Maureen sees right through that shit. And she's like, I'm going to go say hello to Nate. So as soon as she goes over to Nate, flat out, she's like, are they having an affair? I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> you find out the truth. And Nate, of course, can't deny it. So he says he has a plan to end this quickly and quietly. What? What? (laughs) So he tells her he has this tape. And if she wants to see it, he'll let her see it. And they agree that they both want this to end. So Maureen says she still wants her husband back. And it's clear we know why Nate Nate is doing this. Yeah. And then randomly, Jenny pulls Blair aside, wondering what happened to Cotillion, since that's the last time she pretty much saw Jonathan and Eric together. Blair tells her that it was all Eric's idea to sabotage Jenny that night, and she surprised her even friends at all at this point. And then in a scene much like the Seder or... Yeah, I'm pretty much or the Seder or like the play where everyone just kind of like has this hostility towards each other and there's fights from... Each corner of the table. It's so funny. What's funny about so this many reveals too is Rufus is just trying to tell a joke. He's just trying to tell a joke. He's 
again clueless and i'm i feel every episode i'm like i'm with you Rufy. right it's so funny i'm clueless with you he has no idea what the fuck is Poor going Rufus. on and just wants to make his thanksgiving joke i know so then Rufus calls everyone to the dinner. Cece was happy to sit next to him. And she's smiling at Lily, Lily like, Haha, I'm sitting next to Rufus. You don't know what I'm going to say to him. So Lily just excuses herself. And she's sitting in the closet or wherever. And she starts chugging back some drinks. Gabriella asks Cece how the wedding was between Rufus and Lily, in which she replies she was not invited to the wedding. And Rufus claims that Lily told him she was too sick to come to the wedding, which clearly it's not the case since she right. said that she's been in remission since august and rufus says well if you have then why did lily stay with you past october and now it's like the wheels are turning everyone's like wait what the hell while they're chatting vanessa is getting upset that her mom is meddling in rufus's and lily's business and so she says she always has to get involved and she's trying to like vent to dan like oh my mom always has to get involved and dan kind of defends gabrielle saying like oh cc always just does that kind of stuff and so then she's like mad and poses the question to jenny like jenny what happens when you're 19 and your face changes and jenny's like i don't know ask eric he's two-faced and it's just a hot mess <laughs> and Eric's like, what's that supposed to mean? And Jenny's like, I know you sabotage me at Cotillion. And Eric's like, whatever. Like, no one cares. <laughs> On the other side of the table, this is the, the juicy stuff. Maureen is asking Serena and Trip how they could act so happy laughing at Rufus's joke while they know what they did. And everyone's like, wait, what? And even Chuck's like, puts down his food. He's like, what's happening over there? And so she tells them that she's got proof of their affair and she's going to release it if they don't end things. And of course, at that very moment, Lily comes back in the room and she leans over and she sees the tape of her daughter with the congressman. <laughs> Blair reveals that she knows Eleanor is pregnant and then looks at her and it's kind of clear she isn't pregnant. Right. <laughs> and the best part is Cece witnessing all of this. <laughs> She's cheersing and thanking Rufus for inviting her because she just fucking <laughs> loves the tea. She's like, thank you so much. This has been the best de- part Living of my day. Living for this. I mean, wouldn't you just want to be a fly on the wall at this yeah, dinner? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so funny. Upstairs, after everything has happened, Serena's trying to explain herself to her mother, and she's doing a very poor job because she's sounding so super childish. Lily wonders if Serena could imagine being in Maureen's position right now and kind of alludes to the fact that she was left, which we're assuming by Serena's dad. And so Serena claims that this is totally different and Trip really likes me, blah, blah, blah. But Lily then tells her, if you continue this, you're not invited in my home until you end things. And so now Serena's like, I'm homeless. Blah, blah. Serena. In Jenny's room, though. <laughs> Eric admits how he is hurt by Jenny's new Queen Bee attitude. He wanted to take her down once and for all, which clearly didn't really work because he lost Jonathan in the process and also Jenny is thriving as Queen. And he tells her that she should watch her back just like she told her to watch, just like she told Kira to watch hers. And he's going to take her down. But like in the text message, she texts Kira at the end and says like, she knows we got to do it now. It's like, well, if she knows, then how are you going to pull well, this like, off? I guess she knows about us taking you down, so we have to strike. Right. Like we, what, well, what could that be? I don't know. I'm like, Same. can't you guys just get over it and rule together? Right? That we would be so much better. Together. Like king and queen, and they just... Or it would be with her brother and sister. But yeah, so... so queen, <laughs> whatever. brother, queen? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in the lobby downstairs, Blair's eating pie alone. When Eleanor comes down to explain she isn't pregnant 
and tells her that the reason why her lawyer, the paperwork was there is because she's moving to Paris full time. So now Michelle and I were discussing all of Blair's parents are in Paris. Yeah. So Blair is the only one left in the city. And Eleanor does say something like, I'm leaving New York for you to like rule. Take it over. Yeah. Then they wonder who could be pregnant then, whose pregnancy test is it? And then at that moment, Vanya comes over saying, Dorota's not calling me back. She's not answering me. And so they're like, oh, Dorota's pregnant. So funny. The cutest nugget. It is so sweet. Upstairs, Gabriella thinks that it's weird that Lily lied to Rufus and they're having this discussion and Rufus quickly like wants to change the subject. He gets up to get some whipped cream for his pie and... Vanessa goes up to her mom. She's like, back off. Like, stop meddling. And brings up this time where she bought tickets to a Broadway play and said, like, you talked to the homeless man this whole time and you were supposed to enjoy the play with me. And they're very different. And Gabrielle says that she cares about people and she thinks coming to this dinner was a mistake. And she leaves. And Vanessa's like, yeah, I think it was too. Serena then comes downstairs with tears in her eyes and just <laughs> apologizes to Maureen and says, I'm just never going to see Trip again. And this this part of the episode was so awkwardly staged. Well, okay. The way they were set up, because you had Chuck and Nate, and Chuck looks in the pissed background. off. Nate is pissed off. Trip is pissed and hurt. Maureen. And the way they're staggers, very Twilight, like we yes. said. And she's like, I'm just sorry for hurting you. And she's talking to all of them. All of them. And yeah. I just didn't want to hurt anyone. Because Chuck is upset that Nate took footage from his hotel, I guess, without asking, like, how did you get that? And obviously, Nate, we know why he's upset, and we know why Maureen and Tripp are upset, so I guess Serena just felt like she had to apologize to everyone. Right. But she's, I'm not going to see Tripp again. So it gets a bit quieter. Blair goes in to sit with Serena in her room or not room at this point, right. and Blair tells her that she did the right thing by ending things with Trip, and she apologizes for not being around while all this is happening. The same old story, and Blair tells her, hey, just come to Paris with me and we're going to just forget about this. Go shopping. Relax. Where's your passport? And so Serena says it's up in the safe upstairs. During this time, Rufus goes in to see Lily and asks why she prolonged her trip with Cece. And she admits that she wants to enjoy her mother's company while she still could. And even though she might not say it, she does love her mother. And Cece overhears this and she's thrilled to hear that, you know, she has a shred of sympathy for her mother and loves her so rufus leaves and it's and bullshit it's bullshit called it yeah cc's like oh you haven't told him about your little trip this summer and lily says well i plan on keeping it that way and so cc says well secrets like that don't stay hidden for long so it's a Bruin. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, Eleanor and Blair push Dorota to talk to Vanya to explain herself. And she's afraid that her parents will go crazy, being that she's having a baby out of wedlock. But we do see Dorota tell Vanya, and he's really happy. It's really cute. It's really, really sweet. Oh, my God. I love it. I know. this. His reaction, I almost like brought a tear to my yeah. eye. It was really sweet. Yeah. Later at the loft, Dan catches Gabriella before she can leave and tells her that Vanessa is a lot like her mother in the ways where she does like to help people and how she's craving her mother's attention because she pays attention to most people besides her own kid. And so then all that Gabriella got out of the speech was that Dan's in love with Vanessa. Oh, my God. I can't believe I haven't seen this before. You love her. What? 
And I was like, why I, are we pushing this? They're forcing this so much. Right. And and I said, why? No, I said, why can't we do without this storyline? Like, right. I didn't think this was necessary. And you said to prove I think this point. It's, yeah, it, they're just bringing Gabriella in to say, like, let's confirm Padge has feelings for Vanessa. Whether she has them back for him or not, they're still, they're showing the audience, like, we're going to keep drilling at this, which it to me nowhere. feels not natural It feels at like all. it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, just, and I have a feeling it's not going to go anywhere. So why are we doing it? Why are we it? doing it? Just to do it for the sake of doing right, it. Right, just to do it. So as Padge is like trying to explain that he's not, or he doesn't really, he kind of just doesn't know what to say, Vanessa comes in. So he leaves so they could talk. And when he comes back, the two of them have, of course, made up. However, Gabriella tells Dan, if he's not really ready to like commit to Vanessa fully, say the three little words that maybe, mm. you know, she was wanting for in the beginning of their, of the time of we meet Vanessa, then please don't say anything because this could ruin your friendship and it won't last again after the first time you guys had this. Because it destroyed her. Yeah, and it destroyed her. And so, you know, th- that's it. So then Dan tells Gabriella to go meet Paul since Vanessa likes him a lot, which is pretty much saying he's not really ready to explore his feelings for this yet. And we laughed because she goes, hey, mom, we're going to go get a drink. Go get a drink with Paul's parents. Sorry, guys. No. Paul's parents. No, but you're 18. 18. Where are you getting a drink? Where are you getting a drink at 18? Whatever. This is the show. Yeah. Back at the Vanderwoodsons, Trip has not left. He confronts Nate about revealing the affair, and Nate replies that, Trip made his choice and now you're upset because yeah your career is getting messed with but and Serena has left you so you really you don't have anything and Trip's like I could lose everything and Nate's like you pretty much already did so you have your career and your marriage maybe you should just continue with that and so Trip leaves he's upset Chuck comes over and knows that Nate pretty much did this because he wants to be with Serena and he kind of gives him the advice like go tell her how you feel as Serena is looking for a passport, <laughs> Trip interrupts and says he doesn't care about any of it except Serena. How is this possible? How is this possible? You're going to throw everything it's away? It's so pathetic. For some little feelings for Serena in right. what, that blossomed in what, two weeks? Right. And I was saying um, off mic during the Netflix party, like, I don't understand we obviously don't really see the bulk of Maureen and Tripp's marriage. We know they met in college. They, you know, started dating young. Then he went off because of grandfather's path. Maybe that changed him a little bit. And so maybe their marriage was stale. I don't know. They don't really show you that. And so to me, I'm like, wait, he's just going to divorce Maureen because she did the scandal. And he says to Serena in the beginning, like, I would divorce her regardless because she did that. But now you're like, no, I'm all in it with Serena. You're like she risked from you would have risked your career. Then you're risking your career to be with her right. at this point. So you could have right. just risked your career with Maureen. Like it doesn't. It I makes don't know. me also think that perhaps he felt like a caged bird, and now it's free. Yeah. and there's a little danger in this, mm. and he needs to feel something like that. Right. And so, and Tish, Tish said in the the Netflix party, she's like, "Why didn't he just like get a hooker or something? <laughs> just like get like your tension out or do whatever you gotta do." You don't need to date an 18-year-old. No, and that's the other thing. Right. He Wait, he is 26? He's 26. They cl- they confirm he's 26 they when You're he's right. going running. So, 
And Serena, as far as we know, hasn't turned 19 yet. Blair and Dan are confirmed 19 in this episode, though. So I don't know when Serena's birthday is, but I still think she's 18. Even though it's legal, it doesn't make it any less awkward or creepy or cringy. But yeah, he says he's going to go down to the car and wait and see what her decision is. And so Serena like immediately is like, what should I do? And we're yelling at her like, don't go. But Blair is like, no, go. (laughs) Come on, Blair. Blair. I can't believe you're behind this. Right. I don't understand why she's for this. I guess she's like, I feel she felt guilty for not like being there for her during this time. So she's like, you do what you need to do. Like you need to make your own decision, make your own mistakes, I guess. Even though Serena's been doing that the whole time and Blair's been judging her for it. So now it's okay because they hugged. You're so right, Michelle. Makes no sense. This friendship is really frustrating. I know. It really is. I just keep thinking of Shanna looking at me like, Michelle, Michelle, get over it. It's too serious. (laughs) It's not that serious. Right, but that's what we do here i know we talk about every tiny little detail we're going to continue to talk about aaron rose for like the rest of this the podcast you know like nobody cares about that but we do and fucking scott scott yeah so serena of course makes her decision and she decides to put her passport back in the safe and as she does she sees this letter addressed to her from dr Vanderwoodson. the letter we know is from her father there it is it's been opened and now she's like oh shit someone opened this and it's postmarked a couple of weeks ago i can't believe my mom like had this in the safe so blair leaves and she starts to read the letter and she heads downstairs she puts her coat on and lily's like where do you think you're going everyone's left and she's like well serena serena says well you know trips leaving maureen and they're going away together and also you want to talk about you know mistakes here's the letter We don't know what's in the letter, but a mistake that Lily has done, and it involves Serena's father, because the letter's addressed to Serena. Right. So it's his dad confessing something. Something to her or something that happened between their parents. You know, um, we don't know what happened or when this happened, but something did, which we don't know for now. And Lily is like, oh, shit. So she's holding the letter Serena leaves. Nate begs her, don't go with Trip. And he admits he wants to be with her. Just give him a chance. Poor timing for this dude. And she leaves with Trip. Did you see that going that way? Yeah. Leaving with Trip? Yeah, of course. Because it's Serena. It's going to, this shit will, like I said, two episodes I get okay. with Trip. I'm, it's a good prediction. That's what I get. <laughs> <laughs> so a few of our last scenes we have mentioned before arcs. Eric texts Kira that Jenny knows about Cotillion. They need to strike ASAP. Lily rereads the letter in the coat closet, but then Rufus interrupts, and so she quickly scurries to hide it in her jacket. As Chuck and Blair are getting ready to leave, Chuck sees a very, very heartbroken Nate and says to B that he's going to stay with him, and the two of them are going to go get drunk. Finally, our last scene is Maureen forgot her coat at the Vanderwoodson, so she goes back to get it. And as she gets in the elevator, realizes that in her pocket is a letter. And she's smiling. She's like, now I got something. Fucking blackmail yeah. coming through. What do you think's in that letter? <laughs> what do you think it could it's be? It's just, I don't, I'm not sure of the details, but obviously it's something to hold over Serena's head and to hold over the family mm. and to use against Trip and Serena for sure. But also... Two things that really frustrated me. Yeah. As we even talked more about it. Lily, always trying to hide shit. She's always hiding shit. In places that can be found. 
Yes. You know how I know she's lying? She always starts her um, her answers like, well. Right. <laughs> and then the safe. The safe. Perhaps. Perhaps. Something like this. If you're going to put it in that safe, change the passcode. Right. You know your kids know the combo. They all know it. Yeah. She says that she doesn't think Rufus knows it yet, but her kids know it. Right. But the thing that you don't want Serena to see. You don't put it in because there. Because let's say Rufus did go in there. And he saw a letter addressed to Serena. He wouldn't touch it. No, he wouldn't. Even Rufus in this episode, when questioned how he feels about Lily hiding, he's like, when she's ready, she'll tell me. I'm like, I wanted to shake it's him. Too, that's way too good. I mean, I don't know if he's just telling himself that. I think because so. Because he feels awful. Like, oh, my God, she lied to me again. Right. And you don't want to rock the boat. Right. Because they we, are married. And they just got married right. a few months ago. So, like... But Lily, you got to hide stuff in a different safe. I'm surprised she doesn't have her own safe. Right, her own personal safe. Where no one knows the combination to. Ugh. But, uh, you know, she, she does shit like this She a does. Lot, and it's really frustrating to watch because she can't just be honest And it's also just not smart planning. No, she She's doesn't. Or, or hide her and plan her like that. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Kind of come back with our segment. So stay tuned. Welcome back from break. Going to start this with trivia. The episode title is based off the movie The Treasure of Sierra Madre. Cece's phone number, if you're wondering, is 805-555-1046. Just <laughs> <laughs> sent me the bit, this bit of trivia. The joke that Rufus is the joke that Rufus says at the table is a popular Thanksgiving joke. What kind of music do pilgrims like? Plymouth Rock. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Blair's mother's attorney's name is Lionel Tribby. On the TV show The West Wing, Lionel Tribby was the name of the president Barnett's Bartlett Bartlett's wow lawyer and was played by John La- John Laraquette. I don't know if that's how you say it, but I tried. That's you that did. comedian. Mm-hmm. You guys know. Did you ever watch West Wing? No, I haven't. I always thought about taking a trip down there. I feel like my mom watched it growing up. Like yeah. she enjoyed that. Yeah. There's a lot of seasons of it, I right? Know, yeah. You so. know, maybe I'll watch Gotta it. Gotta be maybe committed. Not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Music in the episode The Only Exception by Paramore, Last Dance by The Ravenettes, White Sky by Vampire Weekend, and What You Say by Jason Derulo. Oh. Which, when this song came out in 2009, whatever it was, I was super salty because. I was like, everyone fucking loves this chorus and they don't know it's Imogen Heap. And like, they're like, Jason Derulo created. I'm like, no, bitch. It was Imogen Heap. And I was so mad. But I guess she could be flattered that he was, you know, obviously got permission to use her track. To remix it. To remix it, I guess. I mean, all I thought about was the OC. Oh, of course. Yeah. So all of our OC friends in the Netflix party was like, oh, shit. You know, if you guys know what we're talking about, the epic scene season three. Two. Two finale, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Questions and comments. Jess at Mrs. Boquist says, this is her favorite Thanksgiving episode on the whole show, and all the tea is spilled. 
Serena is being very naive with this trip situation. Plus, Jess wishes she stayed behind with Nate instead. I do, too. Yeah. I don't like Trip. He's creepy as I fuck. I know. And I don't find him attractive, personally. I, I recognize he's a nice-looking man. Yeah. He does nothing for me. And that doesn't mean anything. You don't judge by looks. But I oh, don't totally. agree with his actions. I just think the way he's presenting himself is just, like, so intense. It's erratic. Yeah. It's just, like, this guy who's kind of having, like, this 26-year-old midlife he's crisis. He's having a breakdown. And he just is... He needs to get it together. He's going to realize it. And she'll realize it. Mm. Two episodes. <laughs> Jess is also super excited for Dorota and Vanya. Mm. Questions. Do you think Chuck should have shown Nate the tape of Trip and Serena? He is married. It is his married cousin, and but it's also Ch- Chuck's business. Wait, say that again? Do you think that Chuck should have shown Nate the tape of Trip and Serena? Being that it is like... Do I think he should have? Yeah, or I guess shouldn't have. Right. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, I, I understand. Um... I don't know. I I think it was I just think, like a fleeting thought for him. Like, oh, look at this. Yeah. And I and also for to maybe Chuck doesn't know about Nate's feelings. I guess not. I think maybe at one point I'm a, he has to know that they had sex. Right. Because well, I'm sure yes. Blair has said that a million times. Everybody and knows. used it in his face. So um, I don't know if he knows like to the extent of how much Nate really likes her. I think it, he. Should, I mean, at this point now he knows. Yeah. I think he should have showed him. Yeah. yeah, like he, I he don't did the think. Right thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, how do you think Maureen will use the letter from Serena's dad? Oh, blackmail for sure. She wants to remain married. I'm sure she doesn't want to go through the divorce. Mm. She will hold this over their heads, whatever the big reveal is in that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jess. Mike at Dell underscore Vasto says, what a disastrous Thanksgiving. Blair's giving dinner to go eat pie. Are we calling back to her eating disorder in season one? Questions. What do you think Lily did during the summer trip or Cece is referring to? Yeah, so I think she either was, I don't know, either had to figure out some things, either that they had like a business transaction that they had to deal with. She didn't want Rufus to find with out like about. Bass Industries, or you no, mean like like with her personal? Hus- oh, her, with her ex husband, the ex husband. Obviously, the trip had to deal with him. Okay, so you think it's related? I do. Yeah, so it is Tish, which I'll read hers next. Okay, but. I really do think that because why would we be? Because DC's like, oh, you didn't tell him yet, right? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's a it's a it's a jaw dropper. Hmm. Uh, do you ship Vinaj or Padnessa? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, same. No, thanks. No. I ship more Serena and Nate. Yes. What is their ship name? Serenate. These awful names. I know. So bad. <laughs> so bad ship names. But I ship them more than Vanessa oh, yeah. and Padnessa. Totally. I just don't. Mm-mm. I don't know why, why we have to do this. It's just. Because why not? Well, I guess because why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, Mike says he agrees with Gabriella that Pad shouldn't rush into things if he thinks it's just a fling. This could really ruin their relationship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tish at Letitia underscore Dominique says, definitely a typical Gossip Girl Thanksgiving, all secrets and scheming. Huge improvement from last week. She gives it a 2.5 out of three glasses of gossip. Of course, Serena and Tripp use the elevator. She's seen this so many times in shows where people just get it on because of the opportunity. 
<laughs> when she initially heard what you say by Jason Derulo, she immediately thought of the OC and had to pause and take a moment of silence. Mm. Like most of us didn't see why they made a mention that Lily and Maureen were wearing the same coat, but then in the end made a lot of sense. She also thinks that the letter and where Lily was during the summer is connected. Her questions, how long do you see before the father coming into the show? She says about three more. I also agree with three. Okay. It's a good number. Uh, Do you think Nate and Serena will become a thing this season? Yes, at the end. Yeah, because we still have, uh, this week we're exactly halfway. So we still have 11 more episodes to go. Yeah. Okay. Rihanna at Reese Simpson 13. Trip is so creepy and Serena should be making better choices. Always. Yeah. She loves Dorota and the Vanya storyline, but not a fan of Gabriella getting involved. It isn't really her place. Same. Yeah. I mean, she is friend, has been friends with him for a while, but I mean, she kept crying. She's like, don't you think it's weird? Lily lied. Like, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Vic at Muse Chick says, so cute Vanya and Dorota are pregnant. She loved his reaction. She can't believe Lily is lying again. And Vic loves Pate and hopes to see more of them. Yeah, Pate is fun. They're fun. They're just bros. The I like the bromance. So Nate, even when he hung up, I think last week, he's like, peace. Yeah. Like, that's just like a typical bro thing yeah. to say. I actually like them better than him and Chuck. And I know yeah. Chuck and Nate are BFFs from... Yes, just so back. totally different relationships, though. But I like Padge and Nate. Yeah, like, they'll never be a trio because there's no way that, no. like, Dan and Chuck will really ever hang out like that. But it's nice that Nate has, like, two a good two middle separate, balance. Yeah, he is a good balance, yeah. Thank you to everyone who sent their questions and comments. Fashion, headbands, I had no headbands. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't think, no. I didn't see any, and I, no one sent me any, so I'm assuming there were none. Um, I liked Jenny's brown, like, metallic sweater in the beginning of the episode. I liked her red boots. Yeah, she those are really cool. And I liked Eric's plaid shirt. Yes. Blair's navy pea coat. They always have the best coats on this show. Love Serena's coat. We all we love, love that. that coat. It was, like, a gray-blue with, like, gold like feathers, feathers or, like, yeah. embellishments. So beautiful. Uh, Chuck's navy suit. I thought he looked really good in that. I like Cece's statement earrings at Thanksgiving. Uh, Serena's black jumpsuit with the lace. Very fashion forward. Dakota's Thanksgiving apron. Dorota? Yeah. I think you said Dakota. No. Dorota's. Oh, <laughs> oh, maybe my God. I did. Did I say so, that? I don't so know. sweet. I Dorota. She's the cutest. Yeah. Uh, Blair's necklace at Thanksgiving. I really liked that. And just liked her dress. Yeah, I loved her dress. And Nate's navy sweater just looked super cozy and comfy. Yes. Oh, and I like Serena's green bag at the end. Oh, I didn't notice it when she's walking out. Quotes? Yes. Threesomes, man. Don't believe the hype. (laughs) I have that too. (laughs) Interesting. The holiday paranoia really knows no bounds. Your sweet potatoes are bland. Yeah, just like that, too. Cyrus says he misses you and loves you. Blah, da, da. <laughs> Come on, let's get drunk. This exchange between Cece and Dan. Hello, Daniel. You're looking well, Cece. I am, aren't I? <laughs> this is the way they talk to each other. It's so funny to me. <laughs> Hello, Congressman. Where's your lovely wife? 
I love when Blair asked uh, Jenny, by the way, how do you like having a sibling? Someone whose sole purpose in life is to compete for your parents' love and attention? <laughs> I do have one more. Do you think the world needs another Aaron Rose? Yes. Um, and Jess also like liked you to ever play grab ass in my elevator again, and Serena will be staying at the airport Marriott. <laughs> MVP and shittiest? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Dorota. Oh, it's a good choice. Yeah. A CC was a close one She's for a, me. Yeah. I mean, Dorota, the sweetest. Well, I mean, Dorota won for going to work for, you know, She's making like, time and a half. And I need some like, money. Can I tell you that? <laughs> being really sweet about the whole pregnancy thing and yeah. being afraid to tell Vanya and just her mannerisms in this episode about waiting. He keeps writing on her wall. Oh, my God. So funny. Texting and calling. Yeah. And then she finally does tell Vanya. And it's a very sweet reaction. And it's I just really like Dorota in this episode. Yeah, same. Uh, I chose Cece just like Jess told, uh, picked her for being the ultimate shitster. Oh. She's loving every minute Fantastic. of of hearing everyone's lies and scandals. She just was hysterical. Uh, Vic, Tish, and Mike all picked Chuck again this week for being there for Nate. Rihanna picked Rufus because he just wanted to have a nice Thanksgiving dinner, and she gave a blue blue ribbon to Blair and Eleanor for helping out Dorota. Shittiest. I felt like there was a lot of shitty in this episode, too. A lot of light, but a lot of poor decisions. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going to the water box. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, trip. Yeah, I feel like out of everyone, like I said, he's 26. You're a congressman. You need to be making better decisions. And also, if you're going through something, like I feel bad that he is spiraling and mentally, it seems like he just can't handle, like truly a breakdown. Yeah, he is. That's it. But to just throw your marriage away for that, for this girl that you've known because of your cousin... But, that like, you're really throwing everything away. But that the- means that maybe you truly were not into your marriage to begin with. Right. Which is okay. But I feel like as the audience, you kind of should know that yeah. before you, like, ship them, root for them. I It's hard to do that because it, it seems, like, just too much at this point. But uh, Rihanna also picked Trip, but she also picked Serena for not be- making better choices. Vic also picked Serena for the same reason. And Jess Tish. And Jess and Tish picked Lily for lying to Rufus. I almost chose Lily, but yeah, Trip, you annoyed me more. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's time for Patron of the Yay! Week. Yay! It's Patron of the it's Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's This week I chose someone who's been with us for a few months now. Uh, someone who has generally sends us their questions and comments each week for both of our podcasts. She's a newbie to Gossip Girl, and we're loving hearing her predictions. She she likes to predict, predict Padgy Boy a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny stuff. Um, it's Lisa this week, a.k.a. Lisa DeLove. DeLove. I love DeLove. <laughs> <laughs> so we just wanted to say thank you, Lisa, for pledging. We really appreciate it. And thank you for sticking around this long. Thanks, Lisa. Okay, next week, teaser, my sister is coming back. Yay! Because it has been requested. And also, this is her favorite episode of the season. If not, maybe 
that's a that's a stretch. I won't I won't put words in her mouth, but she really enjoys this episode. It's a good one. I have to admit, I thoroughly enjoy it from start to finish. So um, I can't wait to watch and have her come back. Hopefully, you guys are cool with that. I'm sure they are. <laughs> hey, it's a different month, right? <laughs> it doesn't. Hey, listen. Yeah. We love talking. We, yeah, we're just going to continue talking and we bring our friends and fam. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the title for next week, season three, episode 12, The Debarded. The Debarded? The Debarded. Like, oh. Like The Departed. Like Bart. Like The Debarded. Like yeah. The Debarted. <laughs> okay, I've arrived. Yes. My three gossip words are. Three gossip words. Cottage, crash, anniversary. Oh, fuck. Okay, so it's the anniversary. No, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say it's the anniversary of Bart's death. Can we confirm that? I can confirm it is. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, I'm on to something. It was the winter ball when it happened. So we are like getting to winter times here. Okay. Actually, I think I'm pretty sure the holidays have passed. Since so, I'm pretty sure this is the mid-season finale, and I'm pretty sure we passed like Christmas. And he died in a car crash. Car crash. Or did he? What is in that letter? Mm. What did it have to do with Serena's father? Is this what's going to be coming out? Oh shit! That would be really interesting. Okay, so, so you think Bart has to do with Doctor Vanderwoodson? Not really, <laughs> but that'd be fun. That would be an interesting if twist. Somehow. They were related, but it's the anniversary of the car crash. It is. I can confirm that as one of the words. And perhaps they all escaped to a cottage. That's what I'm going for. Okay. To get away or the cottage. By the way, have you heard of cottage? Cottage core? The cottage. It's a. I think of cottage cottage cheese. Cottage Like cottage. (laughs) Busy Phillips keeps talking about it on her podcast. I've never heard of it. Cottage wear. Cottage core, cottage outfits, cottage. Have you looked this up? No, I'm gonna I look keep it up. Forgetting until I just heard <laughs> cottage. Um, not to end cottage that. outfits. What do you wear to a cottage? No, that's not it. <laughs> cottage core. Oh, cottage core. Okay. Yeah. So it just. I mean, you know. Anyway. Is it like gym clothes? No, 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 no. Cottage core is an internet aesthetic which celebrates a return to traditional skills and crafts such as foraging, baking, and pottery. Oh, so it's like you dress as like a pil- like not pilgrim, but like the Oh, okay. So I I get what they mean, the aesthetic of it reminds cottage. Like Veronica. Yeah. Our, our, Whimsical. Our friend Veronica is kind of this cottage style cottage core. Anyway, that's what it made me think of. We're not doing that. It says it says and is related to similar nostalgic aesthetic movements such as grandma core, farm core, goblin core, and fairy core. Goblin core. <laughs> One of these is not like the other. Right? What the fuck is maybe because like the whimsical thing again, like fairies and goblins. Goblin but like, core. It, I don't know. <laughs> but now you guys know something. Go look it up. Maybe if you guys know what cottage core is, if you've worn it. Let us know. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so I think they're going to go to an, a cottage to escape to honor Bart. Okay. Because so it's, it's like um, the kids, all the kids together. Yeah, I guess. Or 
or or Trip and Serena are going to a cottage. But it's now been after the holidays, right? Yes. And if we're doing that, that means this is a month over Let a month confirm later. Let me confirm when next episode is. But even, it doesn't matter when the episode right. airs. In no. Gossip Girl time, it means over a month has... So maybe Trip and Serena are hiding out at a cottage. And they've been hiding out. And this is where they have to be, incognito. And this is when we're going to... And life has been so good because life isn't real when you're locked up in a cottage. It's so true. As we know from Brie and Nate. No. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then this is where we're going to find out the letter and the blackmail that's going to come. And it, how... I can't believe it's on Bart's anniversary. And then mm. Chuck, I can imagine, is going to be emotional. So maybe that's why... Maybe that's why Shanna Banana loves this episode because it's very Chuck heavy and he's probably mature and emotional and then Blair's there and it's like, oh my God, look at them blossoming and being a mature and she's there for him. Is this where we all swoon? I have to say this is a very Chuck focused episode Um, and there's a lot of development with him. Yeah, I so. mean we've we've had developments with him. So. Yeah, um, even more so without trying to give anything away, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the anniversary of your dad's passing, you know. I get it. I know. So, Been there. Yeah. Right. It's hard. Yeah. It is hard, especially the first year. Yes. So, okay. All yeah. Right. It's it's a good one. So, definitely, you know, heavier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not like this episode where it's just a shit show. I and- also can see Lily being sad mm. but using that as a way to not talk about what's actually happening it's a great prediction it's like don't bother her because she's mourning when mm-hmm. internally she, maybe she is but really she's like fuck right yeah the letter's gone where who has that letter she doesn't know where it she went she doesn't know where it went she should have a luck with that and then it's like oh shit did rufus find it and he's keeping it from her right did they, one of the kids find it eric hmm hmm I'm excited. Me too. It's good stuff. I'm really excited. I'm glad Shanna's going to be here too. Me too. Because she, as we know, the Chuck episode is a Shanna favorite episode. So <laughs> she loves Blair and Chuck. Shanna. I, it's hard. You know, I guess we'll have to, you know, speak with her again next week. Again, not to put words in her mouth, but she was always like chair, 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 chair. But also when she watched the show, she was 14. So... When you watch, I guess, the development of someone who is an attractive dude with someone, you you paint the picture of this life, this extravagant yeah. life that yeah. you never attain. Um, you know, you f- you fall in love just like you with Seth Cohen at that age, even I though you were older smile. older what, what, than Shanna. But yeah, but I was the same age as Seth while watching. Right, that's Seth. true. That's so, true. Yeah, you're like, oh my god. Right, and I was older than these guys watching it back. Yeah. So to me. I related more to them because they act like they're in their 20s. That's true. But my sister, she just, maybe she just felt like, yeah, this is what high school kids do, even though they don't. I mean, we grew up watching, well, I grew up watching 90210. Right. That's this, that's it's right just there. like this. Yeah. Not as dramatic. I mean, pretty dramatic, but different. Just different. Yeah. All right. So, with all that being said, do you have any predictions on who Gossip Girl is? Tish picked Maureen, if that's just going to. You know, yeah, I could, give you a yeah. little push somewhere. I'm just gonna say Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, yeah, she's Queen Bee. Yeah, she knows the dirt. Minions are in there. 
They can give I her the stuff. I wait to find out who Gossip Girl is. I know. Am I going to have words? You're going to have... I don't even know. You probably won't have any words. Silence? You won't probably won't have any words. Am I going to? You know what? I'm going to want to flip a table. I feel like you know how my reactions are. So, <sighs> you know. So being that I haven't watched, I have not watched That's this right. episode fully. I know the specific scene. Got it. So it's hard for me oh. to like envision the rest of what's happening in that episode, even though I know pretty much everything that does happen. I just haven't seen it in its entirety. So I don't know how you're going to react to it being that given like the rest of the episode. Like, will that one moment just like shock you so much that you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> or you're going to be like, wait, and just have no emotion being like, or like you could be, or you could say like, hey, I saw this coming this whole time. We'll I don't know. We'll yeah, oh, we'll totally do it. There's definitely much reactions. to happen. Yeah. For sure. Yes. But we got we got a while. Until I, know, then. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to everyone so much for listening this week. We really appreciate everyone. We see those those listens going up. So if hi. you are new, hi, welcome. If you're old and you haven't reached out, please do because we want to get to know you guys. Maybe you want to write us a review on iTunes if you have an an Apple Podcast app. Um know write us a little review there just tell us what's up what you like about the show hopefully you like something about it five stars is cool but no pressure and if you want to check out our patreon page it's it takes three network.com head over there you can check out all of our bonus goodies it's a fun time we love thursdays over on the it takes three network so because fun. we get to hang out with all of our patrons so if that's something that interests you if it's something if you're looking to maybe be a guest spot on a future episode that's how you can do it go we over have to one Patreon. of those coming right yes yeah, so uh episode 14 of this season we will have a, another guest patron very excited i don't want to tell you the title of it just no, no, yet no. because yeah. you know don't want to spoil things no, for things no. to come but um so if it interests you and you want to be a part of the running please go to our patreon page but thank you again for listening. And if you want to check out our socials, we're at Three Gossip Girls Pod. Everything is in the description, so you can just click away. See you guys next week. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.